else did I do and how in love you were? Then came kids, work, responsibilities, and laundry. Suddenly your marriage became the last thing on your priority list. Are you wanting more out of your marriage? We're Jeff and Mandy Rose. We want to show you how to design your perfect marriage. Join us on our challenges of adventure, commitment, faith, and yes, intimacy. We want to help you make your marriage more. We pray. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I like MC Hammer, not Jeff Rose. You want me to as sing. MC Hammer. No, 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 no. Although I could learn the acoustic version of that song, play it on the next podcast. Can you? <laughs> I'm gonna hold you. That up. would be like amazing. If uh, could you rap? Uh, yeah, I'm a, like I'm like lyrical assassin. Oh yeah, that's true. You're not. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Hey, what's going on? <laughs> Jeff and Mandy Rose, Dollars and Roses podcast, episode number three. And uh, we wanted to talk about a, one of the challenges that we, we've already done. Uh, we started a few challenges before uh, we would launch this podcast. And the, the, one thing I, the one reason I'm excited about this challenge is because the one thing I felt like with, at least with my blog and also um, personal finance blog and also with the other Dollars and Roses, we're talking about blogging. The one thing I felt that people didn't really get was that, you know, how, how strong, um, you know, just having the church in our marriage has been. And it's something that has really helped us. It's, it continues to help us. And um, so, I mean, we owe a lot to that. And it was hard to kind of tie in, you know, Christianity and blogging, how to make money blogging uh, on the uh, the previous podcast. So it's just something that I was really excited about being able to share because, I want people to know that. And like, and we're not like in your face, like you need to go to church or repent or you're going to hell. But, you know, I mean, we're not that type. Oh, geez. But we, you know, like, but we do, we, I mean, we are, we can give our testimonials of like what finding Jesus and getting baptized together and like what that's able to do for our marriage. I mean, it's just been huge. And, you know, and we're still a work in process. We're still, you know, we're definitely not perfect Christians, which there isn't a perfect Christian. You know, luckily there's grace for that. But you know, we we still screw up a lot. But you know, we we but we're always trying to be better. You know, always trying to make more out of our marriage and also make more out of our you know, our beliefs and just uh, our involvement in church. But um, so one of the things that we thought would be fun and also challenging is because so one thing one thing that I've been really working on is being a better spiritual leader in the household. You know, that's, it's in the Bible, it's biblical. And it's something that I, I've had times where I'm really good at it and other times where I'm, I'm just absolutely horrible. And, you know, so something I've just strived to do is to be a better spiritual leader, you know, like in my household and just with other people, you know, just people that are around me. Um, so, you know, I, I, Actually, I'll be honest. Like, I don't. I don't. I pray sometimes, but I don't pray every day. You know, I wish I was better at that. And we've had times where we've prayed as a family, and it's been good. You know, when our kids are cooperating. <laughs> but you know, the one thing that we hadn't really done together consistently was pray as a couple. You know, I think we've maybe prayed a few times. You know, I prayed over Mandy a few times, but like to actually pray as a couple on a consistent basis 
was something that we just hadn't done because it was kind of weird. It's weird. Yeah. It's weird. I mean, it's awkward it's, and uncomfortable at first. Because, you know, it's like, so anyway, we, so I decided, you know what? Let's do this 30-day prayer challenge where we pray together, you know, for over a 30-day period. And so the whole point of this podcast is talk about, for one, I guess we should give you a little bit of background about, you know, our upbringing in church, you know, like we're kind of where we came from. And then we'll talk about, you know, starting the prayer challenge and maybe some of the hiccups that we had initially and, um, and then just talk about what we learned from it. So a little bit about um, kind of my church upbringing. I love how I always say kind of. Kind of. No. I say you know a lot. So, oh, so annoying. So now, now people will be listening for that for the rest of the podcast. Yeah, like, really? Yeah, kind of. Like, one, two. Se- she's on 17 now. People, hey, so people on Gomi would probably like eat that up. And <laughs> Okay. So uh, I really didn't have a church background. So there's really not a lot to talk about with that. Um, I grew up as an only child. My parents were very great people. Um, just never super spiritual people. Like nobody in their family was very spiritual, I guess. So um, I got introduced to church probably junior high, high school time frame, And that was just because I was dating a guy who his parents were very religious, I guess you could say. And so I began kind of just going to church with him just because I mean, not because I want to know anything about God, but just because I wanted to like sit in the pew and hold his hand or write notes to each other or whatever it was in high school, you know, that you do. Um, And so I didn't get a lot out of church when I was going at that point because obviously I was going for the wrong reasons. Um, But I do remember that there were some things um, in his family as I as I was you know, going out with him, I got to know his family and they were these religious people in our community. And I got to know a lot of things about them. And this is like a long story, but basically, um, you know, the dad was cheating on the mom and there was all these lies. And, but then in the public, they were, you know, these big Christian religious people. And so I had this really construed like idea of what Christianity was and what religion was because they would always be like preaching it, preaching it, preaching it to him and to to me if I was there. And, but then I saw how they were living their life and it was completely separate from what they were preaching. And so I I got really confused about what even being a Christian meant. Um, And so when I went to college, I was just like, I don't have any, I don't want to have, if that was what being a Christian means, I don't want to have any part in being a Christian. Um, And so I really didn't care about getting to know God or finding a church. Um, it just wasn't really something I grew up with or, you know, at that point it was kind of a tainted view. And so I didn't really know anything about church until I met Jeff. Um, and Jeff was going to the, the Baptist church where his dad lived and his dad worked, um, you know, kind of like on the church team, he was the projector, the slideshow guy. And so he was, a he was constantly there every Sunday. And so we would go, uh, I was so bored. <laughs> I remember just dreading it. I was like, this is worse than a college class, you know, just having to sit through this and listen. And I wasn't understanding any of it. And I was, it was just so boring to me. So um, we did that for a few years. And then we decided finally, he was like, why don't we, you know, look at finding, you know, a different church and just trying out new churches. And so that's when we started trying out well, I guess we only tried one, yeah. um, the church that we're currently at. We uh, attended that service, and it was, like, so eye-opening to me because 
I was like, oh my gosh, I actually listened the entire time to what the preacher was talking about. And um, he was transparent and like, did you hear him? You know, he said that he used to do this and it was like some sin that he had that, you know, he was like exposing and um, it was just nice to hear. Okay, wait a second. Like Christian doesn't mean that you have to live your life perfectly or that you are perfect. Um, and so I started learning a little bit about Christianity and, and what it meant to follow God. And I don't know. Yeah. I mean, so like I, my, my dad, he's a Southern Baptist and I went to first Baptist as a kid. We ended up switching to second Baptist uh, as I got older. So I was always in, in church, but I, I felt that, you know, hindsight being 2020 reflecting back, I feel like I was the type of Christian where I would go to church on Sundays and, you know, when I was older, sometimes I was hung over, you know, (laughs) very true. And so I wasn't really living the life of being a Christian. I mean, I was a good guy, you know, I felt like I was a good guy, but there were still a lot of things that I was doing that weren't, I guess I didn't realize, but you know, they weren't really like being a disciple. And so whenever we were invited to go to our church now, and we, it was, I mean, these, this couple invited us when we were working out at the rec center at our college. And we used to work out there even, even after we graduated. I mean, they invited us to church like while we're working out, like, which is kind of weird, but it was very cool. Well, and because we were looking for a church, we were, so it happened to be like perfect timing. It was, it was perfect timing. And, you know, I, I still feel like that was definitely like God, you know, put them there for that, that purpose. And we, we got plugged in. And, you know, we, we started learning that because, I mean, I just think it's funny and for all the Baptists, you could probably appreciate this, but, you know, a lot of Baptists that, uh, especially males that play, uh, that play golf, that play in golf scrambles, you know, I can't think of the term, but, um, it's like, I think it's a church beer. I think that's what you call it. And I, I might be butchering it, but you know, if you're a Baptist, like you don't drink and you don't drink in public, Really? Yeah, it's just that's a thing, right? So if you're like playing a golf scramble, um, and you want to drink, like, and you want to drink beer, you get a cup, a styrofoam cup, and you put it in the cup, so people don't know you're drinking beer. This is like a weird because that's not really. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but it's just it's the whole facade thing, you know, and it's right. like it's like the whole, you know. I just think about you know, it's just you don't you would go at least at the the first church that we used to go. I always kind of felt like it was like a country club where. You know, people went there and were, wore Sunday, your Sunday finest. You know, you show up looking good, like you're, you're a Christian, blah, blah, blah. But outside of the church, like, you, know, you weren't a disciple. I mean, you, you really weren't living the life of a Christian. Some people were. No, yeah, I don't want to yeah. say everybody, but it's just that, I mean, kind of like the incident you had as a kid, like where you see that, you know, like they're, they want to portray themselves as being Christians, but the reality behind the doors, like, behind the scenes, they're not. And, but I guess my upbringing was like, you know, that was the stuff that you just hid. You know, you didn't talk about that. Like, oh, you sin? I go, well, that's evil. That's bad. You know, you don't just, tell anyone. You don't tell anybody, you know? Whereas, like, I feel like our church now is that people sin. I mean, even Christians sin. It happens. And it's just a matter of recognizing that you did sin and asking for forgiveness and getting prayer over it. And that was something for us that was, you know, just a huge thing. So, so as we got plugged into this new church, I mean, things that we were exposed to that, uh, were new to us. So like at the end of each service, like if you need prayer for anything, you know, you go up front and they have a prayer team that, you know, people will pray for you. And there could be anywhere from 20 people to 50 people going up front. And it could be anything. It could be from like, you're having trouble sleeping to you're fighting with your spouse to I stubbed my toe. 
I mean, so you just want to thank Jesus you want, for you the blessings, be, or yeah. So I mean, just it's just it's just everybody goes up for prayer. Whereas in my old church, if you went up for prayer, which is usually like one person and usually one person every other Sunday, every third Sunday, that meant that like that person did something bad. <laughs> Like, and it's always wondering, like, oh, what did he do? Or what did she do? Right. You know, it was always like, if you went up for prayer, like, that means you're a lost soul. So, I mean, it's just totally different, right? So that was one thing that we were, that we were both introduced to. And the other thing was uh, the concept of hands-on prayer, where people actually would lay their hands on you and pray over you, you know, inviting the Holy Spirit to show up, you know, and, and help out whatever you needed. So this is all stuff, like, I mean... If you're not a Christian or if you're not in a church like this, it probably sounds really weird. Yeah. I mean, when we first went, like, I was just like, what is going on here, people? <laughs> I mean, like, so there's a lot of stuff that we like, but a lot of stuff that just made us really uncomfortable. And we, you know, we weren't comfortable praying. I mean, I, I don't think we, at that point in time, we'd never prayed together. No. I don't, I, I'm sure I wasn't praying on a regular basis. And to just to be exposed to that and get more comfortable with that. I don't even think like when we went to the vine that I, I mean, I probably prayed while you were in Iraq, but I don't have any idea. Like I didn't have any idea what it meant or what I was doing, you know, like, so I had never really prayed Yeah. until we went there. Yeah. So, I mean, and so we've been, how long have we been on there? Park says Parker was born. Seven years. So seven years, dear Lord. So we probably went there three years and I mean, we would go on Sundays, not every Sunday, but we would go. Um, they also have what's called a small group, which is like a weekly Bible discussion that you actually go to someone's home and uh, they'll have a discussion, which once again, that's very weird for people that aren't used to that. And it's something that was, that was new to us. And um, so we just started doing that and just getting more exposed to it, getting more comfortable. But we didn't really get plugged into a small group till like three years after attending the Vine. Like we... We had every excuse in the book. We had every excuse in the book. We were very slow adopters. You know, we just weren't into it. And we finally, I think both of us just realized, man, if we're going to do this, we need to, we need to do it. So yeah, well, we, I think it, it's important to be in relation with other people who are also trying to be, you know, Christians and follow Jesus. And I, I think at first we were like, eh, we don't need that, you know. <laughs> we can do it on our own. Um, but then the more that you struggle and the more that, you you know, you have issues and you're like, wow, you know, maybe we should try it. And so it took us a long time to give into our pride, I think, a little bit. Yeah, I totally agreed. So that, and that's when we, we, we started getting, we were around other couples that were going through the exact same struggles we were and just very transparent about, you know, anything. And with then we also started getting more prayer. And, you know, they would always challenge us, you know, in small group just to do things like maybe pray over your spouse or do other things. And um, at that point in time, so like my dad, you know, he was, he was a, a good Christian, but like the only time we ever prayed together was like over Sunday dinner. You know, like we never like would just pray over anything like, you know, and come to my room and pray. Yeah, so like, oh, you're having a bad day at school. Yeah, you let's know, pray let's about pray it. about it. Yeah, like that just wasn't him and not good or bad. It just that wasn't his upbringing as well. So I wasn't used to that. So it was very hard for me as the the, the husband and the father of the household to be that spiritual leader and say, hey, we're going to pray. But, you know, that's something that... um I think they kind of prayed over me a lot. It's just like, you know, help Jeff just be a, a better spiritual leader, you know, stronger s- spiritual leader. So I, I tried a few times and we'd pray as a family and, you know, it was, it was good. It was fun. Uh, we felt like we got a lot out of it, but I was very inconsistent. And even to this day, I'm still inconsistent. I think I'm, I'm much better now, but I still, I'm still could be a whole lot better. So that, that's just kind of like an introduction of, I guess, our, 
introduction to, into church and praying and, and just being plugged into the church. Yeah, and then we, we got more comfortable with the whole hands-on prayer and, um, you know, going up to the front, They ha- there's, you know, the prayer team and they come and they pray for you. And that's something that I struggled with. I mean, I still struggle with is that actually praying for people. So I feel like, and I think women can relate to this a lot. Like you always feel like not good enough, not worthy enough, not qualified enough. And so because I didn't grow up in church and because I don't have any, you know, history of being, you know, prayer and all these things, I always feel like, oh, I mean, I shouldn't pray for them because I mean, who am I to pray for them? I don't have anything to offer. And so I've struggled with that a lot, knowing that like it's not really me praying. It's like it's Jesus has to show up and, you know, give me the words to pray. But I still struggle with that. And so going into this 30-day prayer challenge that Jeff wanted to do, um, I'm like, okay, so just because I'm so uncomfortable with it, like I have prayed before for people at our small group, but praying with Jeff makes me so nervous. It's like, I feel like I'm going to say something stupid or I'm going to sound dumb or I don't know. I don't know why I'm so nervous about it, but, um, so I'm like, okay, you're going to have to do the praying. And when I'm comfortable, you know, I will jump in eventually. Um, and so we started just with that, like he, he's comfortable with doing it. And so he would kind of take the lead and, yeah, and, and like I just I I felt that we had prayed together a few times, but we weren't we weren't consistent with it. And I thought, what not a better chance to have a deeper connection, you know, with my wife than to take up this thirty day prayer challenge where you know, like there's no excuses. Like it's I got to do it. I'm I'm up for the challenge. You're really good at challenges because it's like you got you got to conquer them. It, it gives <laughs> me a, yeah. It just gives me like you know like who I'm not gonna let this challenge beat me. You know I'm gonna do it. Um, so I thought, let's do it. Let's try it out. And I was, I was so excited. Like we're going to start, we're going to do it. And I remember the first day that we were going to start the prayer challenge and we just started talking. And do you remember what happened? We got in a big argument. We got in a big argument. <laughs> like we were about to start praying and he was like, what do you want to pray about? And then we started like arguing about like how he never listens to me or something. I don't know. We got in a huge marital. I remember I was crying before we even started praying. I, you were crying. Oh I remember, yeah. Uh, then we didn't pray. No, we didn't even pray. <laughs> I mean, and that's that's the I, reflecting back. I think it's hilarious that you know here we are. We 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 we're telling you that you know our audience that we're we're strong Christians. We know. didn't say that, but I'm, I'm just saying like you know that's we we're we're work in progress Christians. Yes. But like you know you think doing a 30 day prayer challenge would be easy for Christians because that's what we you know Christians pray. That's what they do. They're they're good. And here we are like trying to do this challenge, and then we end up getting a fight. I mean, it's just the, the irony of like fighting over praying. I think it's just kind of like comical in a sense. Yeah, it is pretty funny. <laughs> and I just remember like, I mean, I, I, like I, said, I don't remember what you were fighting about, but. No, we were fighting because it was something about me praying. And I'm like, I'll pray when I'm ready. And you're like, you know, I felt like you were pressuring me and I felt like not good enough. And I think that was what it was about. And you really weren't, but it was just my own insecurities. And so I think I just got really like emotional because I felt like like I wasn't good enough. Yeah. And I just, so I remember, gosh, I even like, I, I walked out of the room and like, I was just like distraught. Cause I'm like, I'm like the spiritual leader in the household. Like I'm trying to pray over her and she's not letting me. It's like, it was just weird to like, 
I, I'm trying to pray with my spouse and she won't let me. Yeah, I was like, I'm not praying. I was like totally put on like the stubborn, like, no, I'm not doing it. Like, get out. <laughs> and one of the things that I've, I, I've never really done was, you know, when I pray, like I might be in my car praying, I might just be sitting somewhere, but like I actually went in the living room, I like, got on my knees and like I just remember like I was crying, like I was praying, you know, and not praying. I remember the prayer. It wasn't, you know, pray to change my wife's heart and make her let, let her pray over her, make her let me pray over her. But it was like praying for, you know, giving me direction, giving me the words of encouragement, you know, just giving me what I need, you know, to, to be able to do this and do it right and do so where she's comfortable. And, you know, and I don't know, it was good. Like, I remember, I just, I remember, even though we didn't pray together, I just remember it was good um, over that. And then I felt like even the next day, so the next, you know, that was day one, which didn't really count. We failed. We failed. <laughs> but on day two, it's like this, the same thing happened. We didn't, we didn't even start on day two. We didn't? No. And no, we didn't. And I feel like that, I don't remember exactly what happened there. But <laughs> you were like, oh my gosh, what the heck? It was, but we ended up, but, and the, the part that I loved about this whole thing was that, you know, we didn't, we weren't successful in the challenge at that point in time, but we learned a lot about, you know, I learned about her insecurities. I learned about the things I was praying about or maybe I was, how I was going about it just wasn't very, wasn't tactful or it just wasn't, I wasn't empathizing with her. Yeah, I do remember now what that second day was because it was a night we had small group and we had told some people at the church oh. that we were doing this 30-day prayer challenge. And I remember overhearing Jeff he was telling the group of guys like, oh yeah, we started this 30 day prayer challenge and, um, you know, you know, Mandy's not comfortable yet, you know, doing the praying. So I'm praying over us. And I just remember like hearing that out of the corner of my ear and feeling like, oh my God, you're seriously revealing all my insecurities to this whole group of guys that, you know, it just felt like I felt he wasn't doing it to be mean or to belittle me. He was just really like talking about the prayer challenge and, but it made me feel like, oh my gosh, now everybody knows that I'm scared to pray. And it was our, it's like, it's an insecurity. It's like when someone tells you something, you tell somebody that, you know, you have this insecurity and then you hear them telling other people about your insecurity. It makes it even worse, you know? So yes, I do remember. That was why we didn't pray the second night. Yeah. So anyway, like, and at first I, I just didn't get it. And I'm, if any guys are listening to this, I mean, I'm sure you can all relate to those situations where like your wife's mad at you and like, and you don't know why. Cause like you thought you were doing the right thing, but as she was able to, as we were able to talk it out more and the more I learned about what, what was upsetting her and what was hurting her feelings. Like I was able to finally recognize that it took me some time though. That one like took me some time to recognize, but I was able to actually see where she was coming from. And so the cool thing about this was like, even though like day two, we're still failing <laughs> Fail. on this 30 day prayer challenge. Like, I feel like we were still getting closer together. You know, we were still having these conversations that we hadn't had before. And it was, it was putting us in a, a, a new, slightly uncomfortable situation. But despite that, like we were learning, we were growing. And, and that's the part that I was enjoying about it. Like, you know, she's like, oh, this this prayer challenge is a failure. And I'm like, I go, it isn't not, I mean, not yet because like, we're actually, it's good. I mean, I know it's, we're fighting and getting, but I, I feel like that was some stuff that was, that we needed to talk about. Yeah. Cause I think like the whole, the small group incident was one of those things where I just went to bed and when he came in to pray, I would have never even told him that or brought it up 
but whenever we, he started like, okay, let's pray. And, and then I, I started telling him like how, how that made me feel, which I would have never done before had you not come in to pray with me. So it would have been just something I swept under the rug and been like, okay, whatever. Um, so I do think that it helped. It's helping with communication, not just praying. Yeah. So, and so that was, it was cool. So, all right. So day one, fail. <laughs> day two, fail. Day three, it finally happened. Conquer. Conquered. We prayed. So, I, you know, I thought it would be kind of helpful to, to those that are listening that maybe aren't comfortable praying with their spouse or they've not, maybe they're not that point yet. It's just because they're like, oh, what do you pray about? What do you pray about every single day, you know, with your spouse? And then one thing that I, I realized, I guess I'm going to go ahead and jump forward. I will tell you that day, 30 days, um, we didn't make it every single day. One day I was gone. I went to Chicago. We didn't pray that day. Um, and I think there was one other day that we missed. I can't remember exactly what happened. I don't know if we were out late or got back later or something. But I feel like, and there might be another day. I can't remember. But I know that it was at least, so we were either 28 out of 30 or 27 out of 30. So I just want to be transparent there. Like, you know, even, and I'm, and I'm not counting the first two days. So I'm actually, day three became day one. <laughs> We and were like, we, well, we can just start over. <laughs> and we did 30 days after that. And, um, but it, the one thing that I've realized, though, is that, you know, the, and, and I've realized this more with the church. It's like, oh, what are you going to pray about? It's like when, you, when you're just quiet and you listen and you just wait for the Holy Spirit, which uh, that might sound weird, but you just start listening for Jesus to show up, like you should start thinking of things, you know, that come up. And, it brings things to mind. And in, when you start praying, like other things come to mind. And the one thing that I just, as a husband, that I feel like I, I'm not good at is like, is asking the right questions or asking enough questions, you know, like maybe just keeping it topical where it's very like, you, hey, how was your day? Great. Oh, good. You know, like just getting a little bit deeper. And I feel like with praying, it's just, we've been able to identify other areas that we needed you know, just needed some prayer on. And, you know, just, I'll try to think of some I things, but, you know, we've prayed over, um, I don't know, you got anything? Um, I mean, I know we've prayed over, uh, on Tuesdays, we work together every Tuesdays, and so, or every Tuesday, and so we pray over, you know, just the struggle that we have with that, because sometimes we argue and we fight, and it's, I mean, working together is hard, so we've prayed over that, just um, that God would help us to, you know, be able to communicate and to get along and to um, highlight the areas that, you know, that we can excel at. Um, we've prayed over, you know, you traveling. Mm -hmm. You know, we prayed over, um, we've prayed over just guidance with the kids because yeah. that's been really a big struggle lately. So just, um, you know, gaining wisdom and guidance and knowledge on how to, <laughs> how to um, discipline them as well as like how to reward good behavior um, those are a few things that come to mind for yeah. me. I remember like whenever school started, I remember like just praying, you know, just the transition from summer into school. Uh, you know, we prayed over just just the change of schedule, getting back on that routine. You know, when you go from your kids staying up till 10, 10 11 o'clock at night, you know, every night to now they got to be in bed by eight and then be up by seven to get out the door to go to school. You know, that takes a while for anybody to adjust to. And, and with three boys, we just knew that that was going to be tough. So just praying over that transition that we'd be able to, you know, our kids would adjust, that we would adjust, that uh, I, I do remember praying over, because like sometimes, I mean, husbands, you know, I'm sure you can appreciate this, but, you know, my wife is like superwoman. I mean, she does so much 
And she's the type of person where she'll like do a lot and then just do it. And then I think she'll then like tell me afterwards, like, seriously, like, are you not, are you not gonna do anything? You know, <laughs> I should just ask for help. Right. I should just say, I need you to do this. Yeah. But instead I just do it all. So I try to, you know, just prayer over prayer over being able to recognize when I can help out in the mornings to make, you know, make it easier for everybody. And so just like things like that. And, and every day there's just something. And I always just start off like anything you like, any prayer over, anything that you want to get prayer, you know, you want to pray on. And she usually kind of tells me. And I uh, usually kind of joke and say <laughs> that this like pimple on my chin would go away. <laughs> yeah. Hey, God can, God does weird things like that, you know. <laughs> but the cool thing was, is that, and I think we mentioned this in a previous podcast where there have just been se- several times where when the evening comes that you know, we just kind of tune out, you know, we are, our kids are fine, finally in bed, you know, it's been a long day and like, we just need to decompress. And sometimes we just find ourselves like kind of doing our own thing. Whether well, Yeah. That happened last night. It happened last night. Yeah. Yeah, it so. did. You know, we, we didn't, so, you know, transparency, like we didn't pray last night and I mean, you passed out early, early. Well, yeah. So, you know, you can relate to this if you have children, like, you know, you, they come over school, we've got like all the neighborhood kids here, which is fine. They're having a great time, but like, you know, they're destroying the house and I'm in the middle of trying to cook dinner and, and folks, let me just say, Jeff is cleaning his brand new car in the driveway and, while, wa- like, and watering the grass and watering the grass, which I guess is part of a housely duty. But I've got like 10 kids inside as I'm trying to cook dinner. Um, and, you know, my young our youngest is not behaving very well. So he's throwing a fit. And so by the time dinner started, <laughs> I was done. Um, and then we've had to start like a new bedtime routine because our three-year-old wasn't going to sleep till midnight. So I'm having to like lay with him and it's just a long story. But after that, I just was like, went in my room, shut the door and was like, nobody talked to me and nobody asked me for anything, please, for the next eight hours. <laughs> so we, yeah, we just totally ignored each other last night. Yeah. And like, and those are the, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying like that doesn't, shouldn't sometimes happen but i know like when that happens like there's this a little distance you know because i'm like hey i didn't get that chance to find out how your day was to find out anything else like you know we just let let our day let our day routine interfere with the necessity of that quality time i think that couples need you know and and to be totally transparent you know this is something that i've been really bad at and just trying to get better at it but you know there was a long time when i first started blogging where I, I never went to bed. You know, we didn't have that time anymore. So that's another reason why with this prayer challenge for me, it's just like forcing me to recognize that, you know, we need that time. And, you know, it's the fact that we're getting that time and we're able to pray over it too is cool. And I just, I don't know. I love it. I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I think we should continue it. I think it's easy to do when you're calling it a challenge, but now that the challenge is over, it's been yeah. one of those things that we're like, oh, well, we don't have to do that now. Yeah. And I think that, um, you know, we should stay in the habit of trying to do it, even though it's not something we're being challenged or challenging ourselves to do. Yeah, and the, the next thing that I, the next challenge I want to do is actually with our kids. And I want to do a 30-day prayer challenge with our kids uh, just to be more consistent with it because I want to expose them to it. And just so they, they get used to that. Because as I mentioned, I wasn't used to praying with my dad. It was kind of weird. So the more they're comfortable with it, you know, the cooler. So be able to check that out. Yeah, that'll be good. Anyway, so I hope that, um, you know, I hope this podcast was helpful depending on where you're at, you know, in church or whatnot. Like, you know, we, we don't want to come across being weirdos. But, um, you know, having church in our marriage, literally, I mean, 
is has saved our marriage. Yeah, obviously, if you're not going to church and you're not, you know, a Christian yet, we're not saying go do a 30 day prayer challenge. You know, we would just encourage you to, you know, maybe check out a few churches or visit a few. Um, you know, that's where you start. You don't just start like doing a 30 day prayer challenge. This has taken us seven years yes. um, to get comfortable enough to even attempt. And so, for me, I'm a slow, I'm a slow learner and I'm a slow adapter. So um, I'm even still after seven years and 30 days of a prayer challenge, I'm still not comfortable. Um, but I think it's just to continue to do it and to grow and uh, you'll get more comfortable. Yeah. And if you're not at that point yet, I think the one thing I would challenge you to do is, you know, take five minutes out of your day, out of your busy, like in the evenings, mornings, whatever, probably in the evenings, that way you can decompress, find out how your day is. But turn off your phone, turn off the TV and just, you know, look your spouse in the eye and just have a brief conversation about your day. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a prayer. It could just be like a five-minute conversation of just about each other. Yeah, and I and, I, and like I said, I can't reiterate, is like put the phone down. Like, you know, I can't, you can't do it while the Cardinal, I mean, I'm a huge St. Louis Cardinal fan. Oh, like, geez. So you can't do it like while, you know, Monday Night Football is on. Take like, your own advice then. Yeah, take my own <laughs> advice. So anyway, challenge you with that. Just have that, that important daily conversation what's going on. But uh, appreciate that. If you want more information, head on over to the blog, dollarsandroses.com. You can find out more about our love challenges and uh, pick a challenge that's going to be good for you and your spouse. And uh, until next time, just reminding you that it's your money, your life. <laughs> that Your money, your life. Dang it. That's, that's, he's going on the good financial sense closing. <laughs> we're, we're trying to come up with a tagline for Dollars and Roses. So do we have something? I don't know. We were going to say your life, your marriage, only oh. you can make it more. Ooh, okay. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Your life, your marriage, only you can make it more. I'll write that down. Okay. If you uh, stick to stay tuned for the uh, episode number four, you'll hear that at the end a little, <laughs> bit, a little bit more better than that one. So, all right. Take care. Take care. <laughs>